Love your doggies. The Greyhound leader. RSN927. They're racing. Aston Cometo bomb the start. Out fast. Speed star with fully loaded. Making a line of three. Diner Hunter. Belt up Bubs right behind them. Then Dinah Patty. Aston Cometo getting up on the rails. Missed some trouble at the first turn too. They're followed by Shardale and Rixia Pest. They come to the turn. And Dinah Hunter straightened up by four. Aston Cometo starting to charge home. It's Dinah Hunter from Aston Cometo who mows it down. Aston Cometo came from a minute back and nailed Dinah Hunter to win the cup. Third belt up. Oh, that is one of the best wins of the year. Aston Cometo winning Saturday night's Ballarat Cup. We had owner Ray Border on yesterday talking to us Live from Vietnam, and Jason Adams joins us now from Sandown uh, to chat about Aston Cometo and plenty of other things in the world of Greyhound Racing's racing. Uh, Jace, that was just simply sensational. Just outstanding, Treno, and look, even listening to Matty Jackson's calls, a beauty. And look, for me, he was sitting at home on the couch watching the race. I got up out of his seat. Once that Aston Cometo really loomed up and had uh, Donna Hunter in sight, he couldn't help but uh, feel the rush bite. He had him in sight, and look, was able to run him down. In the end, it was a terrific effort. And he, he really continued his liking for as a horseshoe sprinter, doesn't he? Just the one bend, it's, uh, it's a real sweet spot for him. Yeah, absolutely. Look, he's eight from eight now um, over a one-turn track. And look, it's probably no fluke. A lot of people were, were easy to comment and saying that the runs opened up for him. But I think even if the runs didn't open up for him, he still would have been in the same place at the right time. Although they did fan off the track a little bit, made it a bit easier. I think he would have been there anyway. We know how good he is. He won the St. Ledger or Warrigal in, in exactly the same fashion. Won the Geelong Cup, running down Austin Allen in exactly the same fashion. He's done it again, running down Donna Hunter uh, in the Ballarat Cup. And look, it's easy to say he's strong and run, run fields down. Donna Hunter was breaking 25 seconds out in front and was run down. You'd never, ever see that uh, in a million years. But uh, Aston Cometo just underlined the freak that he is. And you mentioned about the, being the one-turn specialist trend. I know um, you mentioned Ray Bordy, I spoke to yesterday. He's not totally convinced he's a one-turn specialist. He reckons he's still got what it takes to form over the two turn and has trials really fast at the Meadows, which is the big target for him. Next up, of course, he'll head to the Silver Chief uh, with the heats are in a couple of weeks. So uh, we'll see what he's made of there. Well, he was the star on Saturday night, two nights earlier, 48 hours earlier, up in Brisbane. Hasten slowly, finally got his group one. A great story here. And we had Angela Langton on yesterday and she was just wrapped and rightly she should be because he, he really deserved this big one. He did. And look, he's been so good for so long and I'd probably go as far to say that he's been one of the the best sprinters of the year. He's, he's, been, he's ran in six Group 1 finals. And look, before last Thursday night, he'd been in five. He ran second in four of them. And probably stiff not to be lining up in the Melbourne Cup as well. Of course, he had that great battle with my Redeemer in the heats. And look, he's raced on Thursday night. I don't think anyone will expect him to lead. But once Miss Splendor on Thursday night, I should say, once Miss Splendor Miro uh, missed the start, it really opened it up for Hayton slowly. And look, when he did hit the front, it was probably all over because he's just so, so strong. And of course, he went on uh, to win in good time. And look, for Angela Langton as well, you mentioned, it's so special for her. She's a, a lot of a lot of people might not know that she grew up in Queensland. She's got a, the bulk of her family up there too. So it is really um, her home track up there at Albion Park. And of course, she bred uh, Heidi Jo Seek, who was the mum of Hayson Slowly. And I remember when Hayson Slowly first appeared on the scene, he had a really good win at Sandown Park. And I was speaking to Angela after the race and look, she was a bit emotional because Heidi Jo Seek passed away not long after she had the litter, which included Hayson Slowly. So it's a special uh, line of breeding for her and a special win as well. I know she's got a, a close connection with Hayson Slowly or Ollie, as he's known at home. So it was a really good win last Thursday night. Quickly touch on uh, Poco Dorado going 10 for 10 at Winnie on Saturday night in the Summer Cup. Yeah, she's just a jet, isn't she? 10 from 10 track and distance. And 
Look, she's dominating the same scene up there in New South Wales. And, of course, there's a bit of a story behind it as well with her litter mate uh, running second and third. But really keen to see her come back down to Victoria. When that is, we'll, we'll wait and see. It may be the sale cup heats, but if it's not, it'll be after that, either in uh, January or February throughout the Meadows Carnival, of course. Hopefully by then, uh, she's classing with Tornado Tears and Ripping Sand and there's the staying the scenes well and truly front and centre again. We've got the semis of the Laurels at Sandown on Sunday. Heats will run last week. Black Opium got the job done as expected. Uh, I just love her. But Shimmer Breeze, what a run. Yeah, she was terrific. And look, she, she came in with a good prep. She trolled at Angle Park on Monday night and went well. And before that sort of form, the Sandown on Sunday, she went 29-32. You mentioned Black Opium was very good. My American Girl was awesome. I thought sweet as them. We know how good she was, and she really capitalised on that. The three semi-finals that we do see this Sunday, we see some uh, some of the good ones drawn well, including Shimmer Breeze, who's drawn box number one in the first semi. Meets time to talk. Uh, second semi sees often, tim- Im- often imitated, I should say, in My American Girl. Now, the last semi of the day will be Black Opium taking on Sweet as then Black Opium finally drawn a good box in box number one. She'll be hard to beat there, but it's going to be a really good uh, day of racing on Sunday with three semis of the Laurel. And I'm really looking forward to the Hobart 1000 heats getting underway on Thursday night. Always a great series. Orson Allen is the favourite, the shootout winner, but two local stars, Pico Can, who you know I love and has come up with the red in the heat, short price favourite, and a dog I'm really warming to, 10 of 15, a dog called Stopline. Yeah, exactly, Trent. I think the, the most encouraging thing about these Hobart 1000 heats is, although we don't see a long list of Victorian stars setting down, we see some great uh, local hopes. The, the, of, the, of the gun sprinters around uh, Tasmania. You mentioned a couple there, including Pico Can. Uh, she meets Wimburn Cutie, and look, I'm really keen to see what Pico Can does here because she's probably meeting um, and getting engaged in this sort of um, stage, been in a group one final with her local one, so keen to see how she shapes up. And I want to mention as well, not available. The, one of the only runners that Rob Britton has down there uh, for this series. That's the serious shooting to the ground. So that's Hobart this Thursday. Uh, six seats of the Hobart 1000. They're going to be fantastic. Good on you, mate. Always great to chat. Plenty happening in the world of greyhounds. And as always, you got your finger on the pulse. Talk soon, Jace. Thanks, Trent. Jason Adams there from Santa. We're going to hopefully catch up with his boss shortly, Greg Miller, to chat about a new initiative, the National Greyhound Draft, which takes place this Sunday. But first of all, we'll take a break. Just before we do, totes on the first goal are 162 and 4. I've given you a win place. I'll give you those again. 531, 40, 230, 180. Quinella, 12, exact uh, $20.30. Try 33340. And the first four, $1,993.10. Uh, and I'm pleased to say that Greg Miller joins us now. Good morning. Oh, good afternoon, Greg. How are you? Uh, great. Tell us a bit more about this uh, huge day coming up on Sunday morning, the first ever National Greyhound Draft. Yeah, it is something unique. I guess it's an opportunity. Um, we're, we're trying to grow the family of greyhound racing, so we thought we'd bring it back to the language that uh, the younger generation know all about, and that's, uh, that's drafting. So uh, we get a National Greyhound Draft on Sky Channel 10 o'clock Eastern, uh, Eastern Daylight Saving Time this Sunday. So if you're interested, um, we've got 30 of the best bred pups uh, from around Australia, Georgie Perugia. RSN Zone, Georgie has collected all these greyhounds under the age of uh, 12 months, all unproven. We've read them in the best, and we've now got 10 team leaders, which are major stables around Australia, and they'll go into a draft situation, and they'll have three choices during the draft, and then while you're watching the show, you can put your expression of interest in via our website, and then you can own, um, you put the application form in, and you can own a 5% share in those three dogs under that team umbrella. And RSN has a team, and our captain is James Vandermart, so we're in good hands there. I had a chat to Jimmy a couple of hours ago, and he's got his finger on the pulse, which is good to see. And we have three trainers. Just explain a bit more about this concept in Kate Gorman, yeah, Brendan Purcell, and Matt Lanigan. 
we had uh, James picked those trainers out himself. They applied to be team leaders, but James got hold of them and said, you know, you're the best trainers going around. I want you in my team. So he will then match one of each of those uh, those three greyhounds that he chooses from the draft. He'll give one to Matt, one to Brett, and one to Kate. And they'll train for the syndicate. So you own 5% in all three, not just the one, in all three. Um, but you need to watch the show and get on the website. So I may say it's, uh, it's uh, 2018 draft2018draft.com.au 2018draft.com.au and there's a tile there that's got expression of interest and that opens up at 10.05 on Sunday morning put your name down, you're the first 20 in we'll send you an application form and a completed PDF a product disclosure statement if you agree to those terms you can own 5% it's about $2,550 that's a, and a, Greg, for someone who hasn't been in greyhound racing before in terms of ownership, it's a great way to get involved in the sport. Well, I believe so. I think um, it offers like we don't have ongoing training fees in this in this group because um, the, the basically the trainer takes half the stake, but you don't have to be chasing money. Um, we have a look contingencies from injuries and other things, and we can't always guarantee. But the best we can do is get the best rearing and the best red pup, good trainers. That gives you a chance. That's all we say, but we do say that. What a way to get involved. You can own three. They'll be different ages. They'll race over the next three or four years. And they're with great stables. So, um, yeah, I think it's a great way if you want to be involved in grand racing. Yeah, I reckon, great it, way to start. I reckon it's a great initiative, uh, Greg. So well done to you and the club. I wish you all the well, all the best with it. Yeah, thanks a lot, buddy. Thank you. Greg Miller there, the boss from Sandown, the National Greyhound Draft taking place Sunday morning. Make sure you check out the website. We are about a minute and a half away from our next race for broadcast. It's race number two from Devonport, number eight, uh, Lily Lola. Fixed odds favourite at 240, 350 on the tote ahead of four. Ricks and Flyer, 480, $5 the one, Corborn Dorney, and number seven, Dancing Barefoot at uh, $5.50. We'll take a break and come back with race two at Devonport.